Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment based podcast where we come together and discuss TV shows, movies, and streaming services. <sighs> Just had to breathe there for a second. <laughs> okay. You can catch us live every Friday around 11.20ish. Huh. That's happening more and more. Um, on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, if you don't have time for that, you can watch us on YouTube or Rooster Teeth. If you don't want to look at our pretty little faces, you can go to any of the podcast streaming services that you enjoy. We should be on all of them. And if we're not, it's Tim's fault. So, you know. Email him. Let him know. If you want to help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and uh, support at any tier. If you do the silver tier, you get to watch us ad free, which is exciting. People seem to like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just yeah. skip through ads, but whatever. <clears throat> Either way. Yeah. Whatever. You got plenty of options. I am your host, Kevin Coelho. And to my left, we have one. Joey, the movie bros, Noel. Oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. I was going to say chat, but I guess this isn't really chat that I'm talking to. Hi, everyone. Happy <laughs> to be here. Excited to talk about some San Diego Comic-Con news. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Let's start with some housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that shirt, Kev? Oh, there you go. Went right into it. Oh. Uh, right now, if you go to the, what is it called? Is it fan mail tier still? It's pl- platinum. The platinum tier, you can get this shirt. Do you ever do you want to know what a Greg Miller mugshot would look like? Do you want that on a shirt? Do you want to have this shirt for the next convention he probably gets banned from? Future proofing people, even though I know it says E3 on there. And then RIP Greg Miller, future proofing. Yeah. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also we have Patreon producers Robin GL, Alec Bobco, David Mintel, Ant-Man0208, and DJ Kento. Thank you guys so much for going to Patreon and becoming producers. I annoyed the shit out of you. I'm sure that was the cause. The support means so much. And everyone who else is not doing it, fuck you. You no, reading those today made me realize that I forgot to read those yesterday when I did Internet Explorers. Oh, Oops, my oh bad. No, sorry, guys. Joey, how do you make it right? I read them twice. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it Kevin, works. Kevin, just read them. Just read them a second time I'll right make now. Tim, read no. them at the top of the show and the bottom of the show. There next it is. Uh, this show is also brought to you by our sponsors this week. It's Zebit and Upstart. But more about that later. Now let's talk about some shit we watched. Oh mm-hmm. man, we watched mm-hmm. a lot of shit. A lot. I watched four movies last night. <laughs> Which is crazy. It is. It I was wild. It was crazy the day that we saw three movies uh-huh. in a row. And then you were like, no, I'm going to see four tomorrow. Here's the thing. Yeah. I think that we just had really good luck because Timing. the day we watched three, mm-hmm. they were three pretty good movies. Yeah. The last one wasn't like was uh, Brightburn. Brightburn, which wasn't amazing, but it was still good. Yeah. And then yesterday... All four of the movies were Knocked great. Out of the park. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. What was the first one you saw? Well, let me start be, before I go in that. Let me start with uh, a movie I watched not in theaters. Okay. Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, yeah. interesting. I believe it was on Netflix. Yes. Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix now. Wouldn't recommend. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so here's the thing. I uh-huh. saw on Paula's Instagram stories that you've never seen the original Mary Poppins. No, I've seen it, but it's just one of those movies I've seen so long ago. Okay. And like, I wasn't a huge fan growing up. Yeah. So rewatching this was just like, I, this seems like retooling of the old but they didn't go hard enough yeah i don't know 
I'm I didn't love uh. Mary Poppins Returns, so I'm kind of on the same page with you. I think if you really liked Mary Poppins, you'd probably have a little bit more of a connect- mm, I don't even know if that's true cuz I feel like if you really like Mary Poppins, you're not going to like that this isn't. Yeah, the, the bar's same real thing. high. Um, I did like like I thought Lin Manuel was really good, but I didn't think that they I'm used not, him I'm enough. Not, I'm not sure I like him as an actor. Really? Yeah, that is controversial. Yeah. I, I, and I understand that, and I, I just think he goes a little too hard all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just really excited, okay? Yeah, exactly. And it's just like sometimes the role doesn't need that. Mm, mm. Not that I don't. I don't think he did a like. He he's a great singer. Yeah. Um, also, I felt like most of the songs were like very okay. Yeah, I didn't love it was any just of like, the yeah. None songs of these songs either. are great. Some of them are hard to understand because they all talk funny, you know. No. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I normally don't have a problem with like accents, specifically like British accents. Hmm. Like I I have like my sister has trouble watching Game of Thrones because she's like I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Andy likes subtitles on Game of Thrones because he he's an old man. Mm-hmm. I love subtitles on everything. I hate it. I hate it. It's not meant to be. Your eyes are meant to watch the screen, not the bottom third. I mean, they're still watching the screen. Mm-hmm. Jumping around everywhere. Now let's talk about some movies we watched yesterday. Midsummer was the last movie we watched yesterday, and that's the one you want to leave. First with? one I want to start <laughs> with because it was fucking interesting. <laughs> yeah, man, Ari Aster. I love you, but like maybe you should go to like some counseling to deal with something. He definitely needs help. Like his stories are so dark. Uh, I feel like Hereditary was great. All right, Fran Fran just said bye. (laughs) Thanks, Fran. Yeah. Um, God, what an asshole, you know. Hereditary was great. It takes a little while before we get into the meat of it. With for hereditary, oh, no, okay. with hereditary, I feel like Midsummer right away in the first ten minutes. It's like here's the fucking tone, here's what's going on, and get ready because this shit's gonna be fucked up. Yeah, and I it felt like it weird. punched you kind of at the beginning, and then it was a slow burn after mm-hmm. that to what's but like, going on. Because I feel like they defined how fucked up this world is. Yeah, it was like keeping you on your toes intense the entire time where it's like I'm really uncomfortable I don't know what's gonna happen that's I, know I, f- I feel like, like that's how I felt during Hereditary that's how I'll feel during this of like you don't know what's coming but you know that something's coming and you are just or some things like there's definitely layers to it um, and you're just like anxious and uncomfortable the entire time but in a good way but like an enjoyable way it's on purpose right like he's trying to get that sort of reaction out of us and then they do such a good job i will say this movie is way more graphic than than hereditary when compared to both of them where it's like this movie has i'd say a shocking amount of like full frontal nudity yeah you definitely don't i wasn't expecting that going into it for sure um so so you just be prepared for that mentally shocking I feel like there were a couple of scenes where I was like, oh, that's a lot going on right at this moment. Isn't there only one like main scene with nudity? No, because like after that, there's like the whole, oh, yeah. you know, and like that lingers for a while. That's true. Yeah. Um, also, the violence in it is like, I know. There's like, way more gore than I was expecting. Way more gore than I was hereditary expecting. hereditary didn't really have that right. much. Um, I mean, I when it had it, it yeah. counted. And, I, and I said this uh, yesterday when I tweeted out my little... Uh, quick uh, Twitter review of it but like I don't know that I can recommend this to people just because it's so crazy I if you liked Hereditary it's more of that I'd say a little bit even more intense than that I think it's more intense than that for sure so you know 
This is one of those that's movies. That's what you want to watch. Go I was watch telling it. right before I went live. I don't remember why the perfection came up, but it's one of those movies where I like I feel similarly in that I kind of want people to watch it, but then I don't want you to judge me for telling you to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really yeah, what it yeah. comes down to. It's pretty fucked up. To be clear, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I, I didn't venture to say it might be great. But it's not a movie I ever want to experience again. And yeah. it's the same with Hereditary and a couple. Just one and done. Yeah. For sure. And it's just like, that's it's a fucked up world that we do. Yeah. Panzer yeah. G2 says torture porn gore. Nope. No, I don't it think wasn't it's torture that level. Porn. No, no, no. I think the way that they There's use moments. gore is really well done. It doesn't, it's not like a hostile mm-hmm. kind of thing no. at all. There's. I would say that the gore and the nudity are two separate. Completely. I, I don't think there's much overlap either. I don't think so either. There might have been one flash during the dude running around. Yeah. But. Yeah. They're, they are not. For the not, most part, it's separate. Yeah, they're yeah. separate things. Um, yeah, but I, I I liked it. And again, this isn't something I'm broadly recommending to everyone. Mm-hmm. This is just very specifically. You're like, man, Hereditary is a fucked up movie that I enjoyed. You're going to also enjoy this movie. Yeah. It was a lot. I thought the acting was really great. We were talking about how, like how well in both of these Ari Aster movies, like the main character conveys like strong emotion in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable. It's visceral. Yeah. Yeah. And it's wild. Now, an interesting thing that happened to us last night is that we went to watch it and like there were a bunch of. Dude bros. Dude bros that like just could not handle certain scenes. Yeah. And were giggling and, and that kind of made the whole theater kind of laugh at stuff, I, I feel like. I, I don't I think, think that everyone that's... was just laughing because they were uncomfortable yeah. and they didn't know what else to do and uh. needed to have some sort of reaction. Um CRS one yeah. in the chat says it's the most horrific breakup comedy you'll ever see. <laughs> Which is like it's a, yeah, it's a Somewhat accurate, yeah. I'd say. It's a lot of different... It's the Yeah, it's a lot of different pieces of relationships and family and community and, like, all of these different things. Yeah. It's Man. like dealing with loss, but in a not a good way. Which was hereditary, yeah. too. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> uh, all right, well, let's move on to much, much lighter movies. Uh, the Farewell? Uh, the, w- I don't know oh, if this God. is lighter, necessarily. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was way lighter. Like, I, The Farewell, another movie that I enjoyed so much. Can we just talk about how good A24 is with like yeah, the movies that they fantastic. put out? Holy it's a crap. shame that they're barely making money. Is it? Is that really? Yeah. I don't know the, You guys need to go and support A24, because they... They put out They put some bad stuff. movies out, too. The... Some, like uh, it comes at night or it, something like that. Was it follows. It, no, 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 no. It follows it, is great. I'm so looking. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking sure up, Chad will uh, bring it up too. Movies. Um, hmm. I guess we find out. Mm-hmm. Chat, tell us what aim twenty four movies are not good. <laughs> I mean, it's they they, they pick a lot. They pick, they. My understanding is a twenty four buys movies yeah. that are done and then can put them out. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they're, they're hit or miss. But there are a lot of real gems in a twenty fours. Um, I feel like they have way more hits than misses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like yeah. the the three movies that we're talking about today, Midsummer, The Farewell, and The Last Black Man in San Francisco are all A24. A24, yeah. Uh, so yeah, The Farewell, I really enjoyed, and I thought overall it was, while the, the main topic about it is very dark, mm-hmm. overall, I enj- like it had me laughing so much, just because so many of the... Um, 
things that happened were like so relatable to like my family is similar. It's not the same because mm-hmm. this is like a, a Chinese family in China, but it's just there's so many things that I could like relatable family, very moments. relatable yeah. family like yeah. issues. One hundred percent. Yeah, I th- I think the farewell is my favorite A twenty four movie since Lady Bird, mm. and I loved Lady Bird. Yeah, we um, I thought that. Aquafina was. So, so good. good. I don't have a huge like knowledge of her work other than Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, that, mm. it, it hasn't is been that, much. Since, oh, I guess uh, she did uh, she was the in, Oceans movie yeah, too. Ocean yeah, the, those are like the two other like only movies she's, she's really done. known for. Yeah, is she, what is she from then? Like, uh, she's a I comedian, right? Or a uh, rapper, maybe? She's an artist. An artist. Uh, okay, yeah. she's maybe. from the Bay Area, I believe. I could be wrong about that. Uh, she's from New. Uh, she's from New York. And oh, yeah, New York. She's a. She was a rapper. There's a rapper, yeah. yeah. Um, it was interesting, especially seeing her in roles like Oceans yeah. and Crazy Rich Asians, where she's kind of like the quirky, yeah. weird character. Mm-hmm. To see her take a very like serious role that still has like some comedic elements, I laughed more in this movie than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. But it is like very dry <laughs> humor. Yeah. Um, our theater was packed. Yeah, holy crap, which is awesome to see. Was yeah. not expecting that because I feel like whenever I see. A lot, some A twenty four movies. They're usually like pretty indie with like smaller crowds, but mm. this was packed. I feel like I haven't seen that many people in a movie, like a non Marvel superhero kind right. of movie. A lot of old people. Time. Yeah, a lot of yeah. really old yeah. people in this one. Uh, and then yeah, it, it was really funny. But I did for some reason, I don't know how this happened, but I found someone in our theater last night who has a more annoying laugh. Than Big Kev Dog. Oh, why? Why do you have to be mean? Uh, I didn't I, even uh, hear anybody oh else. Oh my god, there's someone right next to me who like he would also laugh at things that were like not funny. Not that funny, but just like I could I hope it wasn't like a malicious laugh. Is it, it made me uncomfortable. There are times where like mm-hmm. it's definitely because there's a different culture, there's like uh, things that you are learning, and there'd be moments that it's like this isn't funny, and he would laugh, and I was just like why? Why are you laughing right now? And it made me very uncomfortable, uh, which kind of sucks. But uh, very annoying laugh. There was some, there was some laugh. interesting moments with the the crowd where mm-hmm. they would laugh at things. It's like, oh, you're just laughing because that food seems weird to you. <laughs> yeah, there. It, yeah. That's the vibe I got from our yeah. theater, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are like so many great moments. Of, oh, there are yeah. so many great yeah, moments. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dynamics between the characters and the development mm-hmm. and like everything in that movie is so good mm-hmm. um yeah i feel like i had a lot of conflicting emotions coming out of the movies yesterday where it's like oh man i just want to like hug my family and then i also <laughs> never want to see anybody ever again <laughs> I don't, I just... well we, we keep making this mistake of watching the horror movie as our last movie because so here's the th- I, I think if we would have seen midsummer before the farewell i would have been in a very different headspace i don't know i i, and I don't think i, I feel like the farewell would have brought me back cleanser. up yeah I don't know. Yeah. I was expecting. Jeez, oh, someone outside is yelling. That? Someone just yelled. Um, I was expecting last night, like as we were sitting in the theater waiting for it to start, I was like, "Shoot, I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight after seeing this." And that's definitely not. It was not horror. It was definitely. Well, I just feel like with but. like Hereditary was like, oh man, like at any phone, at any moment, like someone in your family could be in this cult, you know, and turn <laughs> on you. But this is like they went to this thing, you know. They like they chose to do this weird thing that like they didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. But go see the farewell because it's really good. Yeah, and yeah. I also recommend it. I think it's totally worth seeing, and it's just a it's very powerful it's, and yeah, sweet story. Yeah. I feel like that will that I think without a doubt is going to end up on my top list of the year. Yeah, yeah, same. Like I don't. 
I would guarantee top ten. I would guess probably top five. The uh, I I don't want to say too much, but just the the scene at the end where they're driving away mm. was just very relatable of just like how how grandparents and great grandparents like kind of make sure to say goodbye uh, when you're like you're hanging out at their place for like a, a weekend or something like that. There's just a lot of little moments like that that. Uh, I was not expecting going yeah. into this movie and fucked me up in a couple of different ways. So, yeah. yeah. The during uh the wedding, the speeches. <laughs> so oh, good. Yeah. So yeah. good. Um what So else yeah, did you Bear, watch? would you recommend that? Oh, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite movies. All right, so this we year. all recommend The Farewell. Next movie we're going to talk about The Lion King. Ugh. Uh me and Barrett saw this one. Yeah, I did not see what this. was that noise, Barrett? I don't know. I'm giving this movie way more shit than it is. Yeah, deserves. you really are. Like, I, it felt like you were really enjoying it sitting next to me. It, it, the, the way I was thinking about this, and this is like the best analogy I can come up for for how I feel about this movie. Like, Mario Maker 2 just came out, right? And there's all these like crazy designed levels. And there's someone who like recreated a bunch of Zelda dungeons in Mario Maker 2. And it's like really cool to see like how they would reimagine like certain enemies and like all of this stuff and seeing like oh, what is what would this room look like translated to this game? But it's not the original, you know? Mm. Like, it's it's nowhere near what the original does, uh, and that's how I feel about this movie. It's like, oh, it's interesting to see, like, how they would interpret uh, Timon and Pumbaa now with uh, Seth Rogen and... Um, Billy Eichner? Yeah, yeah and, like, they, they were, like, a highlight for me of just, like, seeing, like... They did a great job. ...modern jokes mm-hmm. and following up jokes from the original... Um, and what's uh, his face? Um, uh, Zazu, Z- oh, Oliver, uh, uh, John Oliver, John Oliver was uh, fantastic. Yeah, I he felt was like. great. Um, so good. The I even liked the different, slightly different scar that they had. Yeah, so I did actually thing. like the scar. Overall, I think this movie did an incredible job. Hmm. Is it basically a carbon copy made with like <laughs> real looking animals? I, I, yeah, and like uh, that's yeah. I that's what I want. Lion King is great. You don't need to make giant story changes or yeah. like. Add I think a people bunch would stuff. riot if you made giant story changes. Yeah. To they the Lion they King. do add a little bit of stuff, which <laughs> I, I did think was cool. Like, but it was like very little. It, it, it was very little. But there was like a whole like five minute scene that does not happen in the uh, in the original that uh, gives a little more context to what's going on. But that's really that's really it. But yeah, I did like the scar uh, this time around. Not to say I didn't like the original scar. The original scar is fucking top tier. Yeah. Um, and then. Like, it, it is amazing how many adults you can get to still tear up in a theater on a scene that you recreated and everybody knows what's going to happen in that scene. Did you tear up? Oh, I teared up a little oh. bit. And I heard people, like, sniffling and shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 there were criers in there. Um, but uh, it, it was amazing, like, how many people were still tearing up, even though we all knew what was going to happen. And it's uh, a weird scene where the lions can't emote because they're lions. Uh, so like, I, I, but see, I think they did a, a good enough job mm. of showing emotions. Like uh, there were moments. There were moments when you see surprise, and it's like, mm. oh, that like they nailed that look. They nailed they, the fuck me eyes. There it is. They That's nailed the gonna, fuck me eyes. Weirdly enough, they put all of the budget for emo- animal emotion I, into that one look. It's so it was like I right before it happened, I was like, are they still gonna do that? And they right. did. And like Kevin even pointed it out, where he's like, dude, they did it. And I was like. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing for like a yeah. good minute. Um, and shout out to that song, like Childish Gambino and Beyonce singing "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." Like, 
amazing. Like totally like worth seeing that movie for just for that mm-hmm. kind of uh that collaboration right there. I really think that like this movie they did such a good job remaking it and for a bunch of kids like that this will be their first experience. Mm. I I, and, I still recommend the original for kids. I mean, I recommend experience. the original, but I feel like I have too much nostalgia connected to it where it's like mm. it's always going to be phenomenal because I remember it watching it when I was six. Right. Um, I, I think this movie nails everything that it needs to. Yeah. Like, this is that movie just redone now with better, like, you know, a different t- sort of technology. Mm. Um, the only things that I kind of had it like, I was like, oh, I wish this was done a little bit better mm. were two songs. The um, Are they new when, songs? No. No. Uh, were there new songs? There was one that I was able to, like, um, kind of hear. Uh, it was the one where Nala is like leaving to go find uh, help. Basically, there's a new song there. Interesting. I th- uh, did I go pee there? I might have probably. Left. Yeah. Um, no, but the the they did the uh, where they're trying to run away from Zazu. Yeah. Which is because it's real life. They can't do all they the, can't the do giant the crazy, extravagant yeah. stuff without it looking silly. Yeah. Which, so I understand that being a little bit toned down, and then also the uh, scar. Song. Oh my god! They cut really, like they cut like two thirds of that song out, and yeah. it was really it was. But that's again a lot of that was like yeah. weird green ooze and lighting coming out of nowhere. I, like I, for the setting that they have in the live action, I still think they could have pulled that off and kept the full song. Like they, he does a verse and then does and then immediately skips to the end of the song. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So the, uh, yeah, that was my only thing this. where I was like, oh, I really like that song, and I wish yeah. they had gone more. But like the rest is so good. The start. Those first, like, what, five minutes? Yeah. Circle of Life? Yeah. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing, like, how, like, for the first minute of that song, it is def- it is the shot original. Shot for shot, yeah. Yeah. And it's shot for shot. They're recreating, like, even, like the focusing on the ants, like, crawling on the tree, mm-hmm. and then, like, uh, then focusing on the background. Um, and it's not until a minute later in... That you notice, like the the new singer who's doing like the the main song, but yeah, that intro is like legit, just the the same exact thing. And it's again, it's cool. I, I, did, I didn't so hate hard. it. I didn't dislike that hit it so hard. Yeah, it, it did hit hard. Where it was yeah. like, and they still do the boom, the Lion King yeah. boom, and it's like that's still very impactful. Yeah. But uh, again, is that our nostalgia or I, I don't know? I, I don't know about that argument. But uh, the um, I just think that like forever we're going to look back and be like oh the cartoon's better i really think that this nailed it and like little kids someday mm. will be talking about this the way we talk about the cartoon granted mm. the cartoon's still there it just yeah. it's going to experience in the theater and it coming on being on Disney's streaming service like that's all going to be more accessible granted the uh, cartoon will also be there but yeah 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 and it's better again i didn't think yeah. this was bad it's definitely it's different and it's interesting mm-hmm. to see their kind of modern takes on things yeah. and that's really all I have to say yeah this is another movie that I recommend like go and check this one out if you like Lion King because it's awesome the last movie that I'll be talking about is the last black man in San Francisco Ooh. Oh, man this movie was intense I'm so excited to see this tomorrow it was it was a great film and I Film like that's yeah. I'm saying something different on purpose because it's like this movie is way like the tone is so serious and has very dark, terrible moments. Uh, it just also like it being 
in San Francisco, so many shots are beautiful, and like seeing my city in this way is just is special. Um, I know I really want to go see it. I just couldn't go yesterday, but it, between you and Tim yeah. and like the way that everybody's talking about this, it sounds Th- this so movie good. is really slow though. So it's it's not a fast paced movie. It's purposely slow. And just you gotta like be ready for that. So like, don't go thinking it's gonna be just like a regular movie. It's gonna, it's slow on purpose, and it wants to like m- slowly crawl through these things. And like, you know, it's not gonna end well. And it's just, yeah, it's it's a powerful and sad story. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but I also one that I recommend. Um, it did hit me harder because I'm from the Bay Area, so mm-hmm. you know, little asterisk there. Yeah, I'm. I would assume it doesn't have like a super wide release and it's in theaters for longer because it's here and people. Yeah, Maybe it looks more of a like uh, someone from uh, on Twitter was saying that uh, it's not hitting a wide release and they're only seeing mm-hmm. it in AMC. Interesting. Um, so they were like, it's like 40 minutes away for me. Yeah. I was like, dude, adventures are pretty cool. <laughs> I always like adventures. But it's a, do you think it's worth seeing in theater or do you think that you could just wait until it comes out? I assume to... I mean, it, that depends on, like, like this isn't a regular movie, so it's, like, if you like movies that, like, you know, you're sitting down quietly just trying to, like, understand the full message behind, mm-hmm. like, yeah. But if you want to go watch explosions and, like, cool stuff or horrible, scary things, like, no, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a very niche movie is what I'm saying. But if, if you, you, you know if you're in that niche. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a solid. That's a lot of diversity. Yeah, in one in, in one, day. one day. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting. I thought after doing the three movies, I was like, "Oh man, I'm really tired and like I'm uncomfortable. Like my body yeah. hurts because the seats aren't great." Um, <laughs> but I don't know what it is about Kabuki's theaters. I think they they recline a little bit further back. Mm-hmm. I was totally fine. I was shocked going into the fourth movie, being like, "Oh." I feel great. See, Kabuki's not that bad. Not yeah, that bad. Kabuki, not that bad. I hated it for a long time because the theaters are so small and shitty. Mm. But They're I'm starting to like them. Yeah, because the like they theaters have the, are real great. The bottom theaters have like uh, these giant like armrests between every two seats. Yep. Yeah, it's and like a table. They're staggered, so you could also like have one in front of you. Yeah. Where it's really nice to just put your feet on. Mm-hmm. Overall. Kabuki win me over. Although yeah. they don't have the little sliders. Oh, bummer. Oh, the little the the little burger sliders. Yeah, the burger sliders. Huh? They used to. They didn't yesterday. It was That's devastating. Sad. That's really sad. I'm uh, sorry. Is Andrea? Did she leave or? Andrea's here. I can hear her. Andrea, we're about to go in the news. If you want to join us. Andrea's coming. Andrea's everybody. coming. So should Let's I talk bring a chair on set? You want to put her on shock mic? I don't know. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> we so should have talked about has, this before the show. <laughs> so he much didn't, thought he didn't has prep a mic. This. He didn't prep a mic. Yeah, you want to put her on shock mic? No, I kind of want to have her on set. Okay. Bear, right. come over and put her right. on We're set. doing a right. reset. Right. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You get to see Stand how this by. is. Where do you want this mic? Do you want me to leave this here and give this to Andrea? Or do you want to put her in Andrea, the middle? I think it's going to go in the middle. I Andrea's He should have been more prepared for this. I, I would say, yeah, let's have Andrea go in the middle. So we'll take this mic from you. Okay. I'm still also working my way through Dark. That show's so good. I've had a couple people. Andrea Barrett's gonna do that. Uh, 
Yeah, that show is so intense, and I really, really enjoyed it. I've had a couple people hit me up be, just being like, what the fuck is this? Or, hey, like, no, this is really cool and trippy. So, go and watch Dark. So good. Hey, everybody. You watching anything good lately? Um, Property Brothers, Dream Home. <laughs> oh, I love Property Brothers. <laughs> That's um, right. That's Christina right. Christina on the Coast is 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 finally on. They've been promoing that show forever. I have no idea what that is. Um, so if you guys are HGTV fans, I am. There was a very popular show, and actually they're bringing it back. Uh, Flip or flop. Oh yeah. Uh, the stars were married, and then they went through the, a tumultuous divorce, and oh, then no. the show kind of like took a little hiatus, and then there was this awkward period where they did a season where it was clear like. They didn't like doing the show together, and then Tark tried to do it without her, and then he's terrible on camera without her, and he needed her, and so um, they are actually bringing Flipper Flop back with the two of them and her and her new husband. Oh, um, so she go. has her own like show a... called Christina on the Coast that follows like her life as a, as a designer. Yeah. Oh yes, you can. Yeah. Um, and then I was just watching the episodes because they've been promoting her her new series and she did like a surprise wedding in the series so let me see show you so i didn't know that they got divorced yeah because i would only ever watch it like when i got my nails done it was always on tv (laughs) and i was always very excited hgtv and like lifetime for the shitty movies and that's the only thing yeah christina onstead is her name it used to be el musa because she see she was this was her ex that's her husband so that was the flipper flop couple yeah um and so they would buy flips in southern california and like the whole show was like you know are they going to make their money Money back or not and most of the time they do they don't really show a lot of the flops you have to go to the hg tv.com content to see a lot of with the flops um but yeah, like nobody wants to watch them well because sometimes oh, yeah. they buy a flip property and then it sits on the, the market for weeks and, too, or, or yeah. they never get yeah and then they lose money on their investment mm. so anyway that's what i've been watching because i'm an adult dude they're so i miss hgtv yeah. yeah but actually we just finished stranger things last weekend oh cool did you like it oh my gosh loved it yeah there this was, was my favorite season. There was a couple of moments in the middle that I was like a little iffy on. Things that felt like a little too fantastical because I thought I thought what made Stranger Things the first two seasons really great is that it still had this little bit of believability to it, even mm-hmm. though clearly it's a lot of fantasy, like mm-hmm. 80s sci-fi. Um, but the more I thought about it in reflection, they really did an amazing ode to 80s sci-fi in mm-hmm. this current season in a really fun way if you watched a lot of 80s movies that you could like see all it, of the it, tropes but I didn't feel like it was just sci-fi it was like sci-fi with spy like aspects and like buddy cop aspects or like, like action good, films yeah, right like exactly. right down to like yeah. the, the 80s villain Genres, like the Russian yeah. villain yeah. Yeah. it was yeah. definitely like a mix of Terminator there was like Miami Vice in there and shit like that mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. it was really great and like the scene at the carnival like the, uh, yeah. all of those carnival rides were at the Red River Valley Fair in my hometown in Fargo. The, <laughs> I hated the Gravitron. Is that? Oh, that one's fun. That's oh, one that's my favorite you. ride. I love rides. Uh, I love thrill rides. I love them all. I the ones this. that go in a straight circle make me hurl every single time. Oh, so you don't gross. like like the tilt a whirl? Hell no! That's I my you favorite. cannot pay me to get on a tilt a whirl. Did you love Alexi? Because I loved him. I didn't 
love him at first. Uh, no, well, yeah, no one loved he, him at first because you know, he seemed like a prick. Yeah, but, but afterwards, once there's a relationship, yeah, it was I felt bad. Like, I felt bad yeah, for him, yeah. but no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the slushy situation. Mm. All he wanted mm. was a cherry slushy. That, that was that was that was a great scene that I didn't know where they were. Like, I wasn't sure <laughs> if it was gonna like pay off the way uh, Bro yeah. thought it was. Yeah, and it I did. mean, there were some issues I had with. With Hopper this season, mm-hmm. which yeah. I don't know how, I mean, we don't want to probably go too deep into talking about Stranger Things right mm-hmm. now, but um, really enjoyed it. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, yeah, Stranger Things 3 is excellent. Mm-hmm. And Brittany on our episode of What's Good Games this week talked about playing the video game Stranger Things th- huh. 3, which I had completely been like waved off as like, eh, it didn't look very good. She said it was really fun. Hmm. Oh, very cool. nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for some news. New, 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 new news. Our first story. We got some breaking news. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that was well timed. <laughs> uh, Jamie Lee Curtis teases new more Halloween. Yay! So she uh, put out a tweet that has a video. The video is great. It's just a old narrator style, like from the older movies, mm-hmm. uh, and they just Halloween Kills is coming uh, October sixteenth, twenty twenty. And then Halloween ends October 15th, 21. Stoked. Yeah. Did you guys see the last one? I did not. Everyone said good things about it. I thought it was really fun. Cool Greg's very excited. And it gets Cool Greg that excited. I'm totally down for. Yeah. yeah. I haven't yet. I'm waiting for Brittany to come back so we can watch Ooh, together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just but like the Halloween series. I like Jamie Lee Curtis. Me too. I think it's, a f- I think it's fun to bring her back. I like that they're kind of retconning some of the other stuff out. Because <laughs> not all the Halloween movies are great. I don't know. <laughs> so Halloween 3, out. Season of the Witch, was very underrated. No, I like that. That's like the worst one, right? I liked it. <laughs> right? That's that the worst Silver one. That Silver Shamrock song just gets stuck in your head. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But I feel like, here's the thing of like, even the bad, like, they don't have to be good necessarily to be enjoyable. Like, True. Most horror movies are not good, for the record. That's yeah, what the, makes the, them good, is that they're bad. No, that like I, I disagree <laughs> with that so strongly, and I feel like the good ones can be great, you know? Yeah, and no, like that, that's, that's awesome. And I hate when people are like, oh, it's a bad horror movie that's good. It's like, no. Mm-mm. No, thank you. I don't it's want no bad good. It's in the three-finger scale. You yeah, have to I don't have want the bad, good. good, bad movies. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 uh, bad, no, bad, No, I flipped bad. it. Bad, good. Mm-mm. They're kind of the same thing. Yeah, no, I know. There are bad, good movies. Never mind. Continue. So, you know, I'm saying I don't enjoy that that the whole subsection. There are a couple movies in there, like Aquaman, where it's like, all right, I get it. <laughs> 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 all right, moving on to our next news story. Oh the new Mortal Kombat movie will be R-rated. I feel like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. course, it should be. Yeah. Did you Did you guys watch the vignette that they released from Comic Con? So uh, yesterday they had the Terminator panel at San Diego Comic-Con. They brought Arnold Schwarzenegger out and a bunch of the other cast was there. And then on online they released this like it's around 90 seconds, 90 seconds to two minutes vignette of like a behind the scenes look at the making of Terminator Dark Fate. Um, it features director Tim Miller. We've got a lot of... Uh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Wait. Was Mortal that Kombat? Mortal Kombat? Did I say Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Yeah. Why did I say Mortal Kombat? I don't know. That's really weird. We've got Terminator news coming. Freudian slip. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Um, so they have director um, Tim Miller. Yeah, he's they, committing to it, huh? Wait. Just, no, he's talking about me. No, he's talking about Mortal Kombat. Oh. Yeah, what? I was saying Mortal Kombat's going to be rated R. Oh, I thought you were talking about Terminator being rated R. <laughs> did I say Terminator? No, I'm pretty sure you said Mortal Kombat. I'm so confused. <laughs> Mortal Kombat going to be rated R. My brain is thinking R. about Terminator. Yeah. Never mind. 
Continue. I got confused. And I, then this afterwards, what I was when like, you don't eat breakfast, kids. Yeah, it sucks. You want my coffee? No, um, I had like what I don't need is any more caffeine. <laughs> Over caffeinated. Uh, but the I think it was the producer. Bear, if you want to look at see who tweeted it out, maybe it Did, was the director. I thought that they said this like a like a month or two ago. About no, Mortal Kombat being no. rated R. I think uh, they were saying that, like Greg it to Russo, be. Uh, who uh, might be the writer or something. Hold on. Uh, Greg thought, Russo tweeted out, since it's already been stated by other members of the teams, I'm going to put this one to Ben. Uh, bed, MK will be rated R. So I think there was like some like semi-confirmation from other people who are working on it, but this is like a kind of yeah. final confirmation of like, yes, it and will And it's be just R. cool to think that we're going to get real fate, like fatalities. fucked up fatalities. Yeah. I'm excited. excited. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I haven't watched in, like any of the old Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat movies. I don't have any. You attach- don't watch the old Mortal no. Kombat? Movie? Oh, I have see, no attachment to Mortal Kombat as a franchise. Flip flopping, where it's like <laughs> those movies are good in a bad way. <laughs> I right. love the Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. movies. Absolutely. I mean, how do you not make this rated R? Mm. I don't. Yeah. I mean, they, those weren't. I know, but yeah. like, if you're gonna no, listen. If you're gonna go back, we all know that like the 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 reason why like the original Mortal Kombat movie was great is because it was a fun cheesy 90s movie yeah. right but like trying to do that style in 2019 or 2020 just yeah. does not play yeah. so you have to like go all in on the action yeah now th- the reason why i think those are good that's pure nostalgia yeah like me mm-hmm. being a kid and being like oh my god these are characters that i know d- yeah pure nostalgia like those movies aren't yeah. good well yeah. mortal kombat doesn't have the zeitgeist in general pop culture that it did when the original mortal kombat movie came out mm-hmm. like back then it was all over the news as being this really grotesque video game and really calling into question like should we talk about regulating violence in video games um back in like the the arcade days of gaming right and so that's why i think uh, that was able to have the success it did then um mortal kombat clearly a household name for gamers but mm-hmm. Not necessarily for people who don't play video games, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the uh, brief time that I was working at IGN, about eight months, only one video went like viral, where we put it on the YouTube and it like exploded. And it was the reveal oh, of Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat ten, maybe. Uh, that and might have been like, nine. That uh, maybe nine. That yeah. Because yeah, and it's just mm-hmm. like that was. I did not expect the the frenzy to be as big as it was, but people yeah. were so excited. Well, because nine was really the beginning of the, of the reboot, new stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I've never seen a video go f- f- like to this day from nothing to over a million in like fifteen minutes. People love Shocking. that. Uh, people That's love crazy. that combat. They really do. The yeah. one thing I have to ask for this movie, I'm listening, is a cameo or like a little Easter egg of Shaggy. From Scooby Doo being in this movie. That's not gonna happen. Why? Because there's that whole movement of Shaggy Shaggy. being in Mortal Kombat the game. It was dumb. So I feel like they. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big thing. No, Barrett. No. Yes. He's, you know, he's one of these tweens. He is a tween, isn't he? Hot topic back there. I'm 24. (laughs) You got a milk boy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to our next story. Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming to an end after season seven. It's about time. I don't think any of you guys... You guys could have told me it was over two years ago and I would have believed you. Same Still, they keep keep alive. Season six was hard to, like, pin down to actually get it made. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, this is, like, cool news in the... the, They're gonna get to end their story. Mm -hmm. So it's not just gonna get canceled and just stop. Like, it seems like the team is gonna be able to finish their story off. And it's always good when... um, you know, movies or shows get to have a proper end, especially something that's going on for seven seasons, four of which I watched and enjoyed. Yeah. Does that mean that this is 
was this the last remaining like Marvel series that was still ongoing between kind of it wasn't connected to those but like as far as anyone could tell those are all so where it's like some people argue that it's canon other people will say like no it's not and people were talking about how there was like (laughs) some reference to that in Endgame too right was there was that a conversation Endgame I don't remember I know there's a reference to it in Age of Ultron okay where like how do they get the hangar and it's like oh the helicarrier it's like, oh, Agents Got of it. S.H.I.E.L.D. had it. And it's like, okay, cool. Because, yeah, Great. I was just wondering awesome. from the sense of, like, is this Marvel kind of ending all of those in one slate to now have kind of a clean beginning to start all of the I, Disney I streaming stuff? I believe that the Netflix ones are not connected to the TV shows. And it's weird because, like, Ghost Rider is going to be a thing on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., gonna have a definitive end that's exciting let them close out their story mm-hmm. however they want whether it's in the marvel cinematic universe or some other universe we'll never know interesting <laughs> uh next story mindhunter season two release date confirmed by yeah. david fincher Woo! Uh, the official date is august 13th fuck yeah i'm excited mindhunter Fucked up. So good. Fucked up show. Do I maybe want to now rewatch season one and go right into season two? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about doing it because I, I don't I remember do a lot from season one. I don't either. Yeah. I just remember the last scene, which was like really terrifying for him. Mm. Um, mm. Oh, dumb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was, a, it was, it, it was comfortable. A dumb, yeah. It was a dumb a, movie. Like giant part. serial killer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Dude is huge. Like Greg Miller size. Not but bigger. Like, bigger. Did you watch Mindhunter, Andrea? No. Do you care about serial killers? True not, crime stuff? Not particularly, no. Uh, well. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, but if it's good, I'll watch it. Yeah. I it's, I, it's, I mean, it, yeah, it's good if you like crime. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like if you don't, don't like those things, it's kind of slow here. and a little too artsy-fartsy, you know? Hmm. Mm. So skip it, you're saying. Yeah, I mean, if you're not like drawn, like if you if I say hey, like serial killers, and you're not like, oh, what do they do? Not one of the murdering you know? then it's like skip it. Okay, all right, cool. Um, but I like it, and if you like season one, season two is coming. I'm not too far away. Not just, I less just than wanna, a month. someone in the Panther G two is like Mine Hunter is good as Veronica Mars or Riverdale. Didn't watch either. Wait, say that again. Mine Hunter is very different than both very shows. Different. Like, very why are different. Like, comparing those are like those? CW yeah. shows. Yeah. <laughs> And I think those shows are also very different from each other. Yeah. Not yeah. like not like totally different, but like different enough where I, I put, I them, in put them in different categories. Category. Yeah. Is Veronica Mars more not more like Sync or uh, Psych? I've never watched Veronica oh, okay. Mars, so I don't know. It's yeah. like an investigative journalism yeah. Monk show, in right? that whole era yeah. of like a little bit more comedic PI stuff. Heavy. Yeah. Where Riverdale seems more like a drama. Yeah. Teen drama. Yeah. Uh, Missing Link says more like criminal minds. Yes, but Criminal Minds is so like quick because they go. I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds. It's on Netflix. There's like 14 seasons of it. Oh let me God. tell you, uh, uh, it moves too fast. I feel mm. like Mindhunter is more of like an. It's a good build storyline. Yeah. yeah, and it's like if you're not familiar, it's based off of a true story, and it's kind of like the these two guys who are. But it's like loosely slowly, based. Yeah, it's loosely very based. Loosely. Uh, not very loosely. Like but super loosely. No. Okay. Like mostly fiction. Okay. Uh, the we got a big it's basically about this last week. God, fucking, I hate you. <laughs> it's about like them learning about serial killers and like doing the kind of the first study on serial killers. Right, it's, it's about designing the profiling serial killers that right. allow help prevent like the FBI to actually understand how to catch these people. Yeah, yeah. 
next story, one that I hope Barrett's excited about. Batman Beyond finally getting remastered. Blu-ray yeah, release this October. All right, good. He's excited because I'm excited as shit. Blu-ray Batman Beyond. I'm so in. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh man. Ah, oh, I'm so excited. I, I don't remember this series super well, but I remember watching it a lot as a kid. And that was a lot of excitement for something you, guys you don't are remember. Manchilds. Yes. <laughs> was there any question? No. <laughs> All right, guys. Just, no. re- just reiteration. I, I just I remember loving it as a kid, so I'm excited to like go back. Like the the thing that people are always uh, surprised about me is like my big blind side for Batman history is the the animated series. Really? Like, that that came like right before my time and then like I feel like I was in the perfect stage for when Batman Beyond was a thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Batman Beyond was like my I believe, childhood Batman. I believe they're show. connected. Oh yeah. The yeah. it's like the it's the it's same continuation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, like that was my Batman show growing up. And then yeah, I don't remember it super well, but I'm absolutely gonna get this uh Blu-ray collection and go back and watch it all. Is this the one with Will Friedle? Yes. That everyone like yes. raves about? Okay. It's great. It really is fantastic. Also, I believe it's also connected to Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. So there is yeah. quite an animated world in there you can oh, jump yeah. into. Uh, moving on to our next story. Paper Girls TV series based on Brian K. Vaughn. Comic. And, yeah. Interesting. Being delivered to Amazon. Hmm. Paper Girls is one of those ones that's like perpetually on my list for when I eventually get back into comics. I don't know. It's an expensive the hobby it, it is very expensive. Um, um, that was, but one everyone that, raves about it. I feel like I hear about that, and I hear about uh, now I can't remember, of course, but Birthright Saga. Oh, Saga, yeah, as Saga's like the great. two like oh my gosh, must read things. Yeah. Uh, Paper Girls is very cool, and like this article I was reading is like oh yeah, it's, it's kind of similar to Stranger Things, and like the aspect of like you know it's weird shit starts happening, government, mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff is going on. Um, it is one of the comic books we did for Greg's comic book show. Or yeah, like, probably back in the day. it was the morning show. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that was uh, a while ago. Comic Wednesdays. I don't even know yeah. what we called it. But um, it was enjoyable. Um, I'm interested in like this. There's this huge fad right now where all these comic book are getting turned into like Amazon shows. Yeah. So it's they cool had to see one more. Lock and Key too. Right? Um, well. Lock and Key is being thrown around with like sci-fi. I okay. think that they might have it now. Maybe Netflix. Last... I remember, I think it was Netflix that has Lock and Key. Mm. Hopefully someone does something great, because Lock and Key is one of my favorite comics. It's amazing. Thanks, Jay Fitz, for recommending it, because it is phenomenal. Do you think there's going to be a point when we hit critical mass of there's too many competing comic book shows, and there's just not enough of a big enough audience for all of the individual brands to have sustainability i think that we're gonna like it's just gonna become where it's like books that get turned into movies or shows it's where it's like oh that's just one medium that they pull from where it's just gonna be like normal it's gonna be less of a big deal because like it's not like they're similar like so many of these comic books are totally different yeah Yeah. exactly right they're so so completely different from each other and there's a lot of series that are based on comic books that people don't even realize are based on comic books Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Walking Dead. I think people forget. It's crazy. Really? Walking Dead is over. I think people who aren't in our circle have no idea that it's based on a comic. That's crazy. That's wild. That blows my mind. Like, I feel like Uh. if I asked my dad, he would have no clue. And he loves The Walking Dead. Still now? No. I mean, I don't know. Probably. Call him up. up. No, I'm not calling him. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Call your dad. Is he a spy? He's on a business trip in Idaho this week, so I don't know. That's fucking weird, right? Is he a spy? You know this theory? No. I never. I don't Joey's really know what my dad does because it's a, like a long, boring title. And never seems exciting to learn. Also, he Aww. like 
He also does like a lot. He has a lot of weird hobbies where like he used to race cars and then he did photography for a long time. And now he's just like does competitive gun shooting stuff. Hmm. But like the stuff he does that, sound like a spy. Right. 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 Now that you list it out. <laughs> when she says com- photography, cars, guns, that's definitely definitely a lot a spy. when she says competitive gun shooting. It's the stuff that like, uh, it's like John Wick, stuff. John Wick, like did to like be John Wick. Like the target. So it's like, this is really interesting stuff. Let's move on so we don't get put on anyone's list. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for some Terminator news. Hooray! Yay! Sorry Uh, I got confused, you guys. My apologies. It's okay. It happens sometimes. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate brings back Edward Furlong as John Connor. Hell yeah. Super exciting. I was just talking to Barrett. I was like, the best thing this movie could do is to bring back John Connor and it be the original kid. Yeah. And Barrett was like, it's never going to happen. That's a stupid dream, Kevin. Stupid, stupid. And I was just like, oh, I don't think that I don't think that's what I said. That's I the way th- I remember it. I, I do remember saying I don't think that'll happen. I'm surprised that they're, they're well, doing this. Well, you were wrong, dumb, I, I, dumb. I, I, I Take that. Wrong. Okay. I think when James Cameron calls you and says, hey, I'm making a Terminator movie. Do you want to come be part of it? You don't say mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. to James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I what I was trying to talk about with this vignette that I thought was really great because I think a lot of people have reservations about Terminator Dark Fate and rightly so. The last couple movies you know, didn't have a cohesive feel to them, right? I didn't think they were terrible. I've seen worse movies. They're not great though. But obviously they don't hold a candle to the first two, right? And so what I love about, you know, James Cameron's reinvigorated involvement in Terminator is that, you know, he's working with this fantastic director to bring back the that feel, that grittiness that the first movies had. But because it's, you know, 2019, it's gonna have this like bombastic action element to it that Mm. I thought they did really well particularly with Terminator 2. The action in that movie is fantastic. But the way that cinematic um, stunts have evolved over the last, you know, 20 plus years has been really crazy. And so I love that they're bringing that kind of like over the top, um, like popcorn flick piece to it, Mm -hmm. but also retaining that kind of grittiness and like raw, like kind of like dark, violent part about the Terminator series. Mm Because like the first Terminator is like, super intense mm-hmm. um yeah and so if you guys have never seen it obviously please watch it it's great it weirdly like i i watched both the effects of them. aren't great i watched both of them uh earlier this week just because i was in a weird mood but uh yeah terminator one weirdly just like i i love it and it, it's still like for what it does at the time it's like really cool but there's a lot of things in that movie that just does not hold up and then like you go to two and that movie still like you could put that up against any big action movie today, and I, I think it's still better than almost all of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm pumped for Dark Fate. Also, it seems like they have I'm kind of all too. their ducks in a row for this yeah. one. Yeah. Which Let's could just help them the or hurt. Is yeah. <laughs> of like, eh, yeah. you could. This could be a huge swing and a miss, or it could be. Really What's the great. name of it's, the new Terminator? Mackenzie Davis. Davis. Yes. Yeah. The girl from Black Mirror. I like the tone that she has. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. I think she's been really great. Yeah, and yeah. she's been Black Mirror and one other thing that I've watched. There is no way that this swings and misses. I'm oh, really? it right oh, now. That's a big... There's that's no, a way that this, that's a big no way this swaps. There's no way really? this swaps. What's the last thing James Cameron did? The last movie he did? Yeah. I mean... Uh, but this is him producing it, so it's a little different. Oh, he's not directing this? No, no Tim Miller directing. is directing. The guy Tim who directed Miller. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like Deadpool? 
Yes. It but was a fantastic like, movie, no. wasn't it? Was it the action really well done but, in that movie? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the action wasn't like what that movie was about. It was the comedy. I mean, I think it's a it goes hand in hand. You I, can't I like have a Deadpool movie that's action, just a comedy, right? Like you have to have you have to have the the violence because like yeah, that's absolutely. Deadpool's but thing, I do right? feel like because they were low budget movies, like the action wasn't as good as it could have been. Right, but now, the, now he's, yes. he's proven himself. Right, he's like, right, right. look what I did with Deadpool. Yeah. It was a it was a fantastic representation of what his talent is capable of. And then you get some money and some leadership from a guy like James Cameron, mm. who is the most you know, arguably the most well known producer in the world. Still now, the, right? the, Like has two uh, number one and number three spot of the most successful. Marvel movies of re-released all time. Avengers Endgame to try to topple Avatar, and they couldn't do it. They'll re-release it again, and it will beat it. Uh, it will win. The last thing <laughs> okay. that Cameron did before this was Alita Battle Angel, writer-producer. Huh. Damn, I actually like that. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen it yet, but it looked Ten good. years between Avatar and Alita Battle Angel. That's yeah. crazy. He's been quiet. But yeah, I actually, I like Alita Battle Angel has a lot going on, maybe too much for how much of a movie it is mm-hmm. but like I think like they do it in a cool way that makes me want to know more mm. and it's like it's I don't think it's going to get a sequel because um, of how much it made the the reservation that I still have it's like yes Tim Miller is a good action director from what we've seen but again if you go back to T2 like the action is not the forefront of what that movie is and it's not why that movie is so great like when you go back to it like you remember like before I watched that movie for the first time and I probably a, a while like I thought there there was more action in it than there actually was and it was more of like the the themes and all of that like the, the balance right? ba- it has some build up in the balance of it whereas like I I hope they know to pull back on that a little bit and the they won't. One, yeah and the trailer definitely tells me that they won't and that's like I think the mistake of Terminator 3 Salvation and Genesis is that they kind of went the whole other direction was like, all right, let's focus on the action because that's what people love about mm-hmm. these movies. It's like, no, that's not what made two one well, of the you, best movies. You don't want to. It's hard to show those quiet moments that build narrative. That's true. In a trailer, particularly a Comic Con trailer, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. Um, and so I think I wouldn't count them out yet for not having those moments in there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we haven't seen anything of Edward Furlong in any of the promotional material, right? So right. Yeah. his role in the story is unknown. Well, because um, it was saying, I was reading something on it that it was confirmed that he was going to be there, in there in CGI, and then it was just at Comic Con that he was going to actually do it IRL. Hmm. I don't, we which makes don't, me we think that we still he don't doesn't know have how a big huge his role. role is. Mm-hmm. I actually, if, you, if they were going to do CGI stuff, makes me think it was. Relatively uh, so small, so right? the um, what I have here, I have the wiki pulled up. Uh, Joshua Dela Cruz serves as the body double for young John Connor, while CGI will be applied to recreate Furlong's facial likeness from 1991 in flashback scenes. So I think that's the extent of the CGI. And then we'll see. I think it'd be really cool if we get a scene. Of Is him. it like getting the gang back together? Well, no, I mean, I I like to hope that he's just living a regular life and like the mom sees him from a distance and we get to see like, oh shit, because they changed the future, he's living a regular life. Now this girl is going to be like, give birth to the next, um, like human leader for exactly. They're they're trying to, and because the mom is so affected by it, she's trying to help stop it still. Interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. Um, moving on to our next story. Netflix lost a huge number of customers. Uh, in a business report, they uh, stated they lost 130 
thousand customers in the U.S. and the stock has plunged twelve percent since yesterday, which Wait. is. Whoa. Oh, that's, a big, that's a big. That's a big dip. Two days ago, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's a that's a big drop, and, and that's um, over Q two, right? Uh, no, Q three. Q three. Or yeah, Q three, because they're saying Q four is going to be hopefully more successful. I might be wrong about those numbers, but that that's a big drop. That like they're saying because their slate right now is not great, which is also not something great to say. But like they're. They're like, oh, it's fine. Our our next quarter slate is amazing, so we're gonna get them all back, uh, which is interesting because I feel like they're also losing two giant shows, yeah. The Office and um, Friends, mm-hmm. at the end of this year and next year, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just like that's. I'm interested to see with Disney Plus coming out how Netflix is gonna take it because Netflix is a huge company widely successful but they also spend so much of the money they make making the content and it's just like now that things are getting a little bit trickier and with all the price hikes like it's going to be hard for them to retain people well I, it also doesn't help when stories come out like the one we saw about a week ago where we get this internal report or memo where they talk about how they have an algorithm where they need to cancel shows after the second season mm-hmm. because making a third, fourth, and fifth and beyond season is too expensive. And that's also when they have to start paying talent more money mm-hmm. and both above the line and below the line. And that was a really gross thing to read that Netflix isn't committed to reinvesting in the they properties. Are with some shows like Stranger Things and House of Cards stayed alive for a long time and uh, Orange is the New Black went on for way too long. Yes. <laughs> right? That I mean, season like, is coming out like soon. Right? I know. It's right around the corner. It's like, do you care? I liked that show at one point. I think, though, despite that, that story left a bad mm. taste in people's mouths about, yeah. like, I have no reason to get committed to any of these characters or any of these shows because you're just going to cancel them anyway. Yeah. I think, even though they, like, in the article they were pretending this wasn't the issue, I think that the price going up was enough of a motivator for people to be like, I, you know, Disney Plus is coming. And I'm not using my Netflix as much. I'm out of here. Yeah, it'll be interesting oh. to see what happens with that and the NBC and the not HBO. There's another one that's coming. HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. There's just too many. This is like yeah. this was we are, this was writing on the wall, right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. like if you're if you're not going to pay for cable, then all of these individual services are going to want to break out into their own subscription service. By the time you tally up everything you're paying for individually, you might as well so be paying for cable. And eventually, we are going to get well, people that is, combine everything back back into one mm-hmm. package, and it's just going to be like cable. well, the problem is now even if you have cable, you still don't have access to all these shows that are proprietary to whatever streaming service they're on. Exactly. Um, Gosh, I, I like we, this my... is the streaming wars. Like they're going to happen right now. Hopefully, it will bring prices down, and we'll see whether it becomes like there's some way that they can be combined, or like some service where it's like you're paying this and you get access to these, or if it gets cheap enough where you can have three different services and like you know work it out with family or something where you can share it and it's economical. Uh, Thanks for reminding me that I need to cancel my CBS All Access because I just never <laughs> use it anymore. <laughs> She's canceling her subscription live on the show. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, you did. Oh, you crossed that one out. Yeah. I, I Did you want to talk about this one at all or no? No. I mean, that's like breaking stuff that I didn't have a chance to grab mm-hmm. or read. So I was just going to bring it up 
but I feel like now we have to talk about it. Mm, I mean, what is it? I'm Witcher. down. Go ahead. You okay, so there's been some news going around today um, after an Entertainment Weekly exclusive that came out during Comic Con about The Witcher exclusive. Netflix's series. Speaking mm-hmm. of Netflix, um, the showrunners have talked about their new series and how it's a very adult show. If you guys have played uh, any of The Witcher video games or read The Witcher <laughs> books, you know that there is a lot of adult material um, in those hot. games and uh, in, in books. So Netflix has your post-Game of Thrones epic adult fantasy fix. The Witcher is another sprawling exotic world based on best-selling series of books about an ensemble of morally ambiguous characters who continually challenge your assumptions about who's a hero or a villain. Except The Witcher also has a lot of diverse monsters playing very pivotal roles in the story. So the showrunner, Lauren Hisrich from Daredevil, gives her first in-depth interview about the upcoming series with new insight about landing Henry Cavill as Geralt and the series casting controversy, comparisons to Game of Thrones, and some new hints about the secretive storyline. So they do this whole interview. If you guys want to read it, of course, it's over at EW.com if you want the whole thing. But um, I'm going to skip down to... um, Nudity? Yes, there's definitely right. going to be nudity. Give, me, right. give um, me nude Henry Cavill or we fucking riot. I yeah. mean, are we going to yes, get that please. scene of him with Full frontals. I want to talk about high five. <laughs> no? 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 No one? Joey? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm down for full frontal. That's fine. All right. Well, no, you can't um, jump on the bandwagon. Now. I'm I mean, trying Joey's to cherry celebrated. pick what out of this massive yeah, article we should talk this about. Is why I was going to wait until next But week. one thing is, um, so it says, um, how did The Witcher first get on your radar? Were you familiar familiar with it before or did you do a crash course after being approached um, and she says a little of both I read The Last Wish and really loved it but I never would have called myself a fantasy writer before this I've done some comic book shows and I've done a lot of drama so when I read the book I loved it but I never thought I should adapt it personally when Netflix reached out about <laughs> I read the short stories and again and started thinking about what I could bring to this these three characters Geralt, Yennefer and Ciri really rose to the surface if you take all of the other fantasy elements away you take the magic and the story and the violence and the sex away you still have three characters who are this broken disjointed family who really need each other and even though they don't want to admit it and that was one of the most appealing things to me but there will be magic and story and violence and sex mm. yes those are the things I like yeah I mean that's mm. what, I, I, that's what made Game of Thrones great right yep a noticeable God. dip in nudity from season one to season eight it's true very upsetting um, last news story I'm gonna just go over the quickly Thor 4 coming with Woo. director Taika Waititi confirmed Woo. And also, live action Akira. Oh, it doesn't look good for it. It's put on. Uh, Is that backburnered now? Hold De- indefinitely. Yeah. Oh. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Nick we know was what right. that Nick means. last week was like, oh, this is never going to happen. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's working on too much stuff. And Thor 4 is more important. And we all know that's true. It is. So. Just watch the old Akira, you know? I, it's still not. Like, I don't like Akira. I just. I can't get into it. Don't know what the hell's going on. Very confusing. Maybe I'm a dum dum. I don't know. You're think, not a dum dum. The studio is going. Hmm. What's going to make Akira more money? or Thor? No, no, no. I'm saying Akira's storyline. I don't get. I don't get. Oh, no, it looks of course, cool. it's confusing. Yeah. Is Thor four going to be like the him and the Guardians? I don't know. think we there's, hope. There's we no hope? information. We absolutely hope that it is. Yeah. We don't know. Like Guardians like, two point five. I mean, I'm just whatever. down with a Thor and rocket adventure. Yeah. Same. I'm in. Yeah. I want more Valkyrie. And uh, I, and. I What's uh what's uh Waititi's name? Meek and Krog. Meek and Krog. Yeah, Krog. 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 Yeah. Craig. Yeah, I want them. <laughs> yes, I want them Craig. back for sure. Yeah. Maybe playing more Fortnite. Who knows? As mm-hmm. long as Valkyrie <laughs> doesn't have a stick up her butt anymore. What? What? 
She was she was a sad sack. Yeah, she was an Ragnarok. alcoholic that was going through a lot of things because all her friends got killed in front of her. And then the last And then Thor's like, "Yo, I know what it's like to go through some hard stuff. Let me just like relay everything that happened." His family had just died moments yeah, like and he days pulled, earlier. And he pulled himself up by his bootstraps and still was able to go out and, and save the And she recognized that and was like, "I need to do something better with my life." That's all I'm saying, Kevin. Is yeah. like, I don't I I'm only down for Valkyrie. If she's gonna be, I think, I think she's gonna new, be fun. Valkyrie, new queen Valkyrie is much cooler. CRS one says could be as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's that's perfect. God, I really hope that Thor four as Guardians of the Galaxy is what they call it. Please. <laughs> Please. All right, now it's time for some ads. <laughs> Our first ad is Zevit. No one likes zero of anything. Like when you break your phone and lose uh, contact with the outside world. Zero calls, zero texts, zero social media. Why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> if I swing around this way, Kevin, I'm in the screen with I you. I know, but then you're staring at me. All right, going back to the ad. Honestly, life without phone means pretty much zero everything. Having zero of anything is hardly ever a good thing unless we're talking about Zebit. That's Z-E-B-I-T. They'll change your whole perspective on zero forever. The best thing about Zebit is that zero, the zero interest financing. Zebit provides a better credit option for those who need it. Uh, they allow you to buy what you need and pay overtime interest free. There's no cost to join, no membership fees, and no late fees. Zebit does not check your credit, and your Zebit account won't affect your credit score. Zebit has everyday items at everyday prices. They have more than 50,000 products in their marketplace with brand names like Xbox, Sony, Apple, GoPro, and Fitbit. Uh, from electronics to barbecues, furniture, and more, Zebit has everything you need for when you need it. It also has a five-star rating on Trustpilot, and they've earned the trust of more than a million customers. Sign up on for Zebit today at zebit.com slash morning and get up to $2,500 credit to shop the Zebit marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com slash morning for up to $2,500 of interest-free credit. Zebit.com slash morning. Credit, really important. That's why our next ad will help you with that. Upstart. As most of you guys have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now that there's uh, Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Tim and Nick both have friends that have suffered with credit issues and could have really used Upstart. But they didn't know about it. And now you do. So <laughs> Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of smarter interest rates. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part, once your loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next day. The very next business day. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their weddings, or make large purchases. Free yourself of the, from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. 
See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. I told Andrea, be cool about this ad. <laughs> Couldn't help it. Also, can, can I just cut say, back. Can cut back. I love that the, you guys can't see this, the type <laughs> on cut this back, page Barrett. is so much bigger than the type on the oh, normal yeah, pages. No. Uh, if I were to try to read it with that normal font that I use and like to look at, it's, it's so hard. You have so much practice and you're so good at it, you know? Oh, thanks, Kevin. Yeah, but it's so hard. All you gotta just keep practicing. Yeah, I guess. I hate it. Now it's time for some trailer talk. Trailers. Okay. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we gotta get a I jingle thought, thought, for you. I thought Barrett was gonna come in with the talks. Oh, just grab a thing. No, I just thought he'd make it right there. No. I thought you guys would vibe together it's that fine, way. I got it. First trailer we're talking about: His Dark Materials. HBO show. Yeah. Yes. It seems. Very uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe kind of like It's Golden vibe. Compass, right? I don't know. Yes, so it's called the Golden Compass here, but I Golden realized... Compass was the movie that came out a while ago. Yeah, the the first book is called um, Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought it when I was in London, actually. Uh, we went to a bookstore. Simon and I went to a bookstore because she had recommended the series to me because I hadn't read it before. And when I saw the, the promo after the Game of Thrones finale, I was like, oh, I need another fantasy thing to read. And so she was like, have you ever read the His Dark Materials series? And I was like, no, I have not. So now I'm reading it. Cool. Published as the Golden Compass in North America. Oh. Yes. So that's book one. And it's interesting how a lot of what we saw in this new trailer is in the first half of that book. So mm. it'll be curious to see how they how or they dole out. Yeah, yeah. The How many the books are there? Do you know? I believe there are three. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Uh, it, I, I thought this was interesting and I still have my... HBO account, so I'll, I'll check it out when it comes yeah, out. The thing that's tough about um, his Dark Materials versus a fantasy series like Game of Thrones is that there's not a lot of like, really difficult to understand concepts about Game of Thrones. It's mm-hmm. so heavily based on the relationships and the politics right, between right. these families. The His Dark Materials series has a lot of really complex fantasy and sci-fi elements to yeah, it, it that are difficult to explain in a television series. And so it'll be interesting to see how the showrunners approach that because it's a like lot... Like without like a ton of exposition. Right. Like yeah. the books are a lot more nerdy than the Like the, the kid the is connected Game of to the books. little mongoose and then maybe later the bear. Right. No, so, Real interesting stuff. So in the His Dark Materials series, people in this world have like an, an animal uh, companion called a daemon. And everybody's daemon can change the what they represent. So, so Lyra is the is the young girl that you see, who's like mm-hmm. the kind of the star of the series, and she's the girl from Logan too, right? Yes, she ah. is same actress. It's cool to see her doing more stuff. Yeah, no, it, it's really. Neat. I'm trying to figure out if I can find like an exact um, definition of of what the what the daemons are, but essentially, <laughs> like they're. I don't want to call them like a literal spirit animal, but they kind are of are they like yeah. familiars, kind well, of. I think Not but, really. Like, it seemed like when they were hurting her like right so when it was hurting her so like that that golden ferret? monkey was it a ferret 
Uh, no, it was a monkey. It's a golden monkey. No, 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 no. Her, like, hers. Well, so her, her daemon changes forms quite frequently, and and some. Oh, they change. Yeah, they forms. can change into different animals. So, like oh, in the book, for example, her her daemon um, can change forms between. Like in some scenes, he's like a moth, so he can like be oh, relatively unseen, and, and then like, like in another scene, he'll be a panther. Right, so he can. Can she hear what the daemon can hear? Like yes. How connected? Yeah. Well, well, no. Not quite like that. Okay. Um, but like they have like a like a you know, like a soul connection. Got it. So essentially like, you know, when a human dies, something I can't remember exactly what happens. Something not good happens. Um, but yeah, so that's why you're seeing all these different animals. But the polar bears are something different. So they're like a different race um within the fantasy series. Interesting. So they aren't demons, they are there's a there's a name for them. Also I was getting some flat earth theory happening it was like a instead of a globe they showed like this giant dome that Mm -hmm. looked like it was flat earth interesting oh i didn't think about it that way like here's the thing there's a lot of (laughs) just flat earth propaganda there's a lot of (laughs) complex things happening this is why this is going to be a tougher sell it looks interesting and like this trailer got me where i was like i want to check this out joey Uh, no okay cool this is yeah that stuff is not my stuff Mm -hmm. and you're in Oh, dude, I'm all the yeah. way in. Yeah, I, I'm down stars? for this nerdy fantasy stuff. This is my, my wheelhouse. I haven't seen this trailer. I vaguely I remember like question. the yeah. Golden Compass, and it's the type of shit that I'm into. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so you think you're gonna be into it? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, let's move on to our next trailer, Untouchable. This was a fucked up trailer. It was this very is dark. Yeah. So this, if you haven't watched it, is the Harvey Weinstein documentary, documentary on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just I feel like this is something important to be made. So that people could understand such a complex thing that, like, if you don't hear it from the source, like, you may, like, not understand what's going on. And I feel like this, it looks like this documentary is going to do, like, interviews with the women that are, are, you know, accusing him of of rape. And um, it's, the trailer was really powerful and, like, man... I'm interested to watch this and it, like I think it's going to be a tough watch but yeah for me this falls into like the R Kelly series and even yeah. kind of the Michael um, Jackson series Michael too. Jackson and then when they see us even of like things that like yeah. I'm not really excited to watch cuz mm-hmm. I know that it's going to be like really heavy and rough but it's things that I still think are important to watch. Well. Yeah, I think what is really important about what they're doing with this documentary is they're putting a face on the Me Too movement which mm-hmm really took the Hollywood scene by storm, but then has now subsided. But what one of the women in the trailer emphasizes is that, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg of the Me Too movement. He's just a big face to put on this movement, Mm -hmm. but that it happens everywhere. And another woman in the trailer said, like, it's not over now that Mm -hmm. Harvey Weinstein is, you know, getting prosecuted and that he's been, you know, dethroned from his place in Hollywood. Like, it's... It's still everywhere in Hollywood, mm. still everywhere around the world in every industry women are dealing with this. This was not just like a cinematic thing. Yeah. You know, in the movie making business, this is like systemic everywhere. Like and I, I, I keep saying that because it's almost like people don't understand that women go through this every day, all day, in every country. Mm. It's just part of being a woman in a really tragic, sad, fucked up way. Yeah. So, and something that documentaries can do that are so great is show people that don't don't get that, mm-hmm. and it's you know it doesn't that's not something that happens all the time to men, so it is hard to understand and to even feel that like 
the power dynamic that goes into play with that and like how people can take advantage of that is is difficult for people to grasp because it's so far away from something that they know where it's like absolutely seeing something like this can help people understand yeah yeah uh, now to much, much lighter news. Ode to Joy. There's a trailer that I that I watched, uh, and like it was in this giant recap of. I watch like 20 trailers every week, and this to was, figure out what to put yeah, on. Yeah, what to put on. And typically, like one of my sources just has a bunch of trailers that are just kind of like, oh, these are mediocre. Uh, and like this movie, really, like kind of for a moment, like I was like. What an interesting premise where the dude. I'm like, so excited. Right? About okay, this. I thought you'd like it, and I was excited that you were here to discuss it with um, me. It's. So based on our conversation during Internet Explorers yesterday about Andrea not watching Rom-coms Garden State or, or yeah. 500 Days of Summer. I know. I chill Thank out, you. Man, chill out. Holy shit, man. I don't know. If that's not your jam, I don't know that this is going to be your jam either. Well, the only did reason you watch it? why this would be my jam, I watched the trailer, okay. um, is because I love Martin Freeman. I think mm-hmm. he's a fantastic actor. Um, and I also love Morena Baccarin. She's also amazing. I don't know if what I said her name right. What else is she right. in? She, she was in Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, but that's she's also, what it is. She's also been in a bazillion other I'm movies. Um, mm-hmm. And as the love interest, because she's, you know, she's super charming and funny and I'm dropped it gorgeous so she mm. makes an easy movie love interest she right? has like this like charisma to her that is yeah. just like it's it seems like she's like the funnest person in the world mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she seems like and a we cool see hang. that in this in this trailer too where it's like oh man she seems awesome and like this all sucks yeah so you are pe- like the it girl yeah. kind of like so for people who are confused or haven't heard about ode to joy i'm just gonna read the rotten tomato summary it says how does a man who is literally paralyzed by happiness find love thanks to a condition called cataplexy a rare disorder that causes him to lose control of his muscles whenever he's overcome by strong emotion particularly joy brooklyn librarian charlie played by martin freeman has learned to carefully edit all delight triggering people places and events out of his life Family weddings, cute babies, adorable puppies, and yes, romance are all fraught with peril in Charlie's carefully managed world. But when the beautiful, spontaneous Francesca, played by Morena, falls for him, the risk-averse Charlie finds himself at a crossroads, suppress his feelings of attraction, or take a chance and let love in. Based on a true story originally featured on This American Life, Ode to Joy is a hilarious and touching look at what happens when we stop being afraid and let ourselves truly live. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for it. Who was the brother? The brother played Jake Lacey. Uh, he's in the like newer seasons of The Office. Oh, that's right. He's the gym. He's like, like new the gym. new gym. Yeah. But he was also the love interest uh, in the later seasons of Girls, uh, which is where I recognized him from. Some people hated that show, oh, though. Interesting. Yeah, some people hate everything, Kevin. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I feel like just some people really. Hate well, I was, trying to, rec- I was trying to figure out where I recognized him from. Such an awful experience yeah. for me. And that's where I recognized yeah. him from as Hannah's like teacher love interest in the I think Fran the Parker. last season of Girls or whatever. But yes, also. Anyways, I'm interested TV. in this movie. It looks really fun. Yeah, yeah it when it comes cute. around, yeah, it looks cute. It looks like a movie. This a fun looks time. like a rent at home movie. Yeah, this but gives me definitely. major uh, Dan in real life vibes. Mm. You've seen that with uh, Steve Carell. Mm. It's kind of like a similar like family love triangle thing. Um, I'm excited for it. Man, you know what I'm excited for? No, <laughs> don't talk say about it. this don't next trailer. <laughs> Cats. <laughs> oh <laughs> what a my ride. god! Well, I get that the, the design for Cats, the musical, was always creepy. Yeah, Super always creepy. weird. Did I want to do it for weird. a Halloween where we all dressed up as those 
cats. Did you want those cats or did you just want to be sexy kittens? I feel like those are wildly I, different. I wanted us all to be sexy kittens with the exception of Nick. And I wanted him to be full blown, like, <laughs> like face painted cat's cat. That'd and be then very he's funny. the only one that did sexy kitten. I know. Broke, broke my heart. I mean, you could bring it back this year. I, I might. I'm There's always, every year I'm pushing for cats. it. Every year I'm pushing for it. Really so, quick, before we get into what the fuck this movie is, <laughs> can we just say how bold it is for them to launch, release this movie the same day that Star Wars Episode Nine comes out? Different different audiences. Completely different oh, okay, audiences. Okay, okay. Yes. All right. But it is dumb. There are plenty of people who There's have never seen a Star Wars movie and never want to see a Star who Wars are movie gonna be okay. who are going to run to the, the theater to watch Cats. It's going to be in two showings. But, but Star, <laughs> what was it? The Force Awakens that has the highest uh, box rate in the United domestic. Yeah, I think it's, it's like Force Awakens. it's. There is no movie or franchise that is more like popular than the Star Wars. Yeah, and it is. But it is a Cats bad is idea. Also, like the longest running Broadway musical. Yeah, but like it's still a bad idea to put that out. When, like I don't think so. I think they're doing it intentionally. That seems so. So silly. when the movie inevitably flops, Fails. they can, they can say, just blame it on Star Wars. They like, can mm. just be like, oh, well, we had no, ch- we had no choice. Star Wars, but y'all they did have a choice, and everyone's gonna be like, you had a choice. You didn't have to do it that week. You could have <laughs> done it two months later. It would have been easy. Right, it would have been easy. And yeah, it, it looks, man, they went, they definitely chose a style and went real hard because mm-hmm. it looks so creepy. I mean, that's like accurate to the source material. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yet creepier, you know? Creepier. Why yeah. is that one cat wearing a fur jacket? Did she have, did she skin other animals? What's happening? You know why? Because I'm sure Dame Judy Dench was like, mm-hmm. I'm not wearing a fucking bodysuit. I'm Dame also Judy true. Dench. Isn't I'm going to wear a fur coat. I feel and like that's that going to be is... it. And they were like, whatever you want. Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> Man, we Cats is such a weird thing of like, I love a lot of musicals and Broadway shows in general. And Cats has never been one that like I've understood. I f- there was like a lot of threads going around on my timeline, mostly thanks to Belinda Garcia yesterday, who was on a retweeting <laughs> spree um, about how it's like an inside joke within the like theater community. But Barrett and I were talking because I feel like we both have theater background, like yeah. decent theater backgrounds. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I know Barrett because he always talks about it, but you? Yeah. It's just <laughs> one of those things that never really comes up. Okay. Um, but I mean, it could I come feel- up right now. I like I just liked a lot of theater and okay. I did theater stuff like it wasn't anything like, like how, super how intense crazy. theater stuff like I don't know I don't even know what that means like did you do it in college uh I didn't do like performances but I like helped and like did a lot of like the production house stuff? stuff yeah cool. I was a big That's theater fun. kid um but no surprise it's right <laughs> even in the theater community I feel like it's kind of a joke right yeah, it's like, always it's not, the butt end of the joke you know I don't feel like I know like the only person I know that's like a huge cats fan is my aunt she likes a lot of weird musicals and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it seems but like some weird shit like my my mom's mom would be into. Like, I, I've, yeah. yeah, I've always thought the concept is super interesting because it's like, hey, look at this imaginary world of like, you know, little creatures that you see around that like are pets, but also little wild animals mm-hmm. that like clearly have their own rules. As like I know outside of my house, there's so many of them. I hate it. There's so many. It's and I don't yeah. like cats. But like, let's double down on them being like super humanoid versions of cats. Like, but I mean, ah, that's just so them weird. going with the style that they picked so many years ago. Yeah, I mean, they're just trying to, I think, maintain a connection to the Broadway play mm-hmm. for people who really love it. And it's it's tough because Andrew Lloyd Webber's music is so powerful and and so great, and he's just 
such a Dude, like the a luminary in the, in the theater phenomenal. community and but like and like even the music they chose right they chose like memories like this this amazing it's the iconic song, song. Yeah. right with Jennifer Hudson singing it and she's got such a powerful beautiful voice and like even she couldn't save this trailer from how terrifying it is it's, just, it's a terrifying if you want more information on cats you should go to Gary Wood's Twitter he retweeted a thread by uh, Hannah Woodhead that says okay losers listen up I'm taking it upon myself to give you all an introduction to the cats of cats and she goes through like character by character and gives you like the thing from the movie and from right. the stage it's a very funny thread and if you really want to get in to the nitty gritty of this you can but it's a it's a rabbit hole I don't know if I recommend you going down Andrea, yes, as a cat lady, yes, I am wearing my cat cats. shirt right now. Are you? Do you have any interest in seeing this? Are oh, you absolutely! Okay. I'm definitely going to see this. I love musical theater. I, I was in a ton of musical theater um, all the way up through college, and like I will absolutely do see this. I will probably not pay to see it in a movie theater hmm. um, because have I you just, seen Cats already? No, I actually have never okay. seen the Broadway. Uh, the full. I mean, I've. I've heard a lot of the individual songs of mm-hmm. course um but never seen like seen it on broadway or anything so i would love to um to love to see it eventually but this is one of those movies that i absolutely have to see because i love watching musicals but also i won't pay to see it in a theater i just have a weird philosophy about paying to see movies in theaters um that i usually only pay to see it in a theater if it's like requires a big screen and to me, it's like action, mm-hmm. um, things that are like heavy with CG. You or know, with a list, you can go as many times. You can see four movies in one day. There it is. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I know, well, but there's three, not really. there's not one close to to my house though. Uh, oh yeah, well San Jose is the closest one to your yeah, house. It's, yeah, it's Cinemark is the closest one oh, to my house, yeah. so that's the movie theater but closest. It'll but be different. There's a ton in LA. There you go. There is, but where we're looking to move God, though? I want to talk about you moving. Arc Light. Arc Light. Oh, oh, Arc oh Light. yeah, Arc Light, man. Hell yeah, it's my Arclight. favorite movie theater chain. No, it's not. It's terrible. I, I, yeah. I the best. True. Is that the one that gives you blankets? Sinopolis is the best. Is I've that the one that gives you blankets? They're building a brand new Sinopolis 10 minutes from my house <gasps> in San Mateo. <gasps> We're leaving. You're going to have a Sinopolis here? Yeah. Oh, it's shit. In, it's in the Hills Del Mall in San Mateo. It's even... Wait, but there's already a Cinemark Theaters there. No, it's that's downtown oh, San you're right. Mateo. I'm sorry. I was thinking uh, Tamferan, not Hillsdale. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, Sinopolis is awesome. They're like even more comfortable chairs than you've ever been on, and they're like you press a button and then someone crawls over to you and like gives you an iPad, then you can order, and then they walk away. Well, they crawl away and then they come back with your food. It's Call so me crazy, so amazing. I actually prefer a more purist movie watching experience. I don't really get down with food and drinks in the middle of the movie. But you don't Are have you to have anti Alamo Draft House? Yes. I hate the Alamo yeah. Drafthouse. The Alamo Drafthouse is a terrible movie it watching experience. Sucks. And I am committed to that statement. The fact that you don't have the option to turn off the light is so upsetting to me. I guess that would be so like the upsetting. one easy fix for it. It like, would. It would. And that would make switch? it slightly better. And not only the that, but the, the layout of the theaters are mm. not good. The screens aren't big enough. The, where the seats are aren't great. Mm. Like if I'm going to watch a movie and want to have a cinematic movie experience, um, I will never go to Alamo. Yeah. It's fun for like a second or third viewing of something you've already and seen. And they do really cool like week, weekday or showings. More yeah. like art house films yeah. or like if it's a or movie that they're movies. bringing back. Yeah. The right? champagne cinema stuff that they do is really fun. Yeah, and that's like, I'm stuff. all about with Alamo, yeah, but like so good, when though. I'm going to go so see Star Wars Episode 9, I'm not seeing it at the Alamo. Heck you no. should watch it Dolby, though. 
Dolby, yes. Dolby is the best wa- movie watching experience in San Francisco. So true. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's just well, so they have some really amazing theaters. There are some issues sometimes with the audio, or we've had it out of focus, but that's like because we watch like ninety percent yeah. of our movies in Dolby. <laughs> and it's like, tough. frankly, I should have yelled when it, I, it was out of focus. Yeah, because like someone has to do it, you know. And next time I notice it's out of focus, I'm gonna yell. Yeah, say something. Do you just yeah. yell, or do you just like no, go you have get, to get out? No, and go no, you somebody. just yell. Focus! <laughs> don't do that. Don't. Yeah, no, no, just do that. Don't that, is it my, out. that is my nightmare movie scenario. <laughs> okay. Because you know you're going to be the one sitting next to Bob Evans. It was not your nightmare scenario. No, because I was that way was to my the nightmare. Side. And then he ran. I know. All right. Uh, wow, got. we've got a lot of trailers left. All right, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Snoochie Boochies. Oh, man. I I'm so fucking excited. I'm so scared this is not going to be good. Yeah, not I'm great. Just good. <laughs> I do really love Jay and Silent yeah. Bob Strike Back um, and the Jay and Silent Bob movies in general. Uh, I think they're really fun. A skew Um Well. View a skew View a skew. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's his production. Universe. Yeah. Production company that he made all mall rats right? and um, clerks and clerks so too. I'm very hesitant about this, but I like that they're bringing back almost everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And right? it looks like we're going to get closure on different stories. Like there was that like splash scene where it like named a bunch of movies. Um, also, it seemed like e- it even had people from not those movies, but that mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Smith has worked on like uh, Justin Long mm-hmm. character in Zack and Mary make a porno. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Forgot about that movie. Yeah. And then, like, is Matt is Matt Damon back as Loki, which is interesting. I didn't see. I saw. We saw Ben Affleck, a very quick Ben Affleck cameo in this trailer. Mm. I'm, I'm very well. It was well Matt no, there, there is too, a though. there is a shot of Matt yeah. Damon. Oh, it's, maybe I missed it. Was, it's like in a movie theater or something. It was no. Definitely. He was he was holding a Bible, which is interesting. It, it very well could be connected to Dogma. I think that the Ben Affleck we're getting is the one from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, the like original. Uh, well, uh, where he's uh, the writer. Oh, also chasing Amy. Cha- yeah, that's yeah. His so they're character the same character. Mm, dogma. Yeah. That's and then the, 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 really so and they'll probably do both versions of uh, Jason Lee, like they did in the the first uh, Jane Silent Bob, mm-hmm. where he plays two of uh, both of his characters from Mallrats and Chasing Amy. Um, I just, Hemsworth too. Yeah, that yeah. Mystery Asman's bringing up. Yeah, but he's like a weird Force ghost. Yeah, because yeah, they're at like Comic Con and stuff, so there's probably going to be a lot of cameos yeah. and shit like that. I really hope that this movie, like, all I want is Super Troopers two levels, just I'm be down. funny yeah. and enjoyable. Yeah, like mm. my Let's bar, see these I'm trying again. to set it as low as possible. I'm very excited for this franchise to, like, see what comes from it. Right, I we love seen Kevin anything. Smith so much. We haven't really seen anything from this universe specifically in since a long, long Clerks time. Clerks two, two. Yeah. yeah, wow. All right, uh, moving on. It too. <laughs> Man, what? I can't wait for uh, this goddamn trailer. movie. Weird date. I feel like why not just wait till closer to Halloween? What date is it? I didn't even look. Oof. I'll look me. it up. September 9th? That sounds it's right. Yeah. But uh, I just uh, yeah, September sixth. Sixth. Yeah, okay, close enough. Uh, it, just I feel like. If you come out in Halloween, it doesn't matter. I'm excited this movie's happening. I'm excited it's close. God, I can't wait. I think they did a great job uh, casting the older Absolutely. sets of actors. Uh, I'm I think excited. The, the, I'm nervous. Me too. <laughs> I think the trailer it number one we got, which I think they were calling a teaser, gave us way too much of that sh- scene. Like the one with the girl visiting her home. Oh, yeah. Like way too grandma, much of that scene. Yeah. Maybe. And it's like that. that's a... I've seen that trailer a, so many times. I, I go I. to a lot of movies, yeah. but it be- runs before... 
65% of movies. It's just, it's, it's enough. I give me tiny glimpses, glimpses of stuff, and that's it. I don't want a full scene because that's a great scene. Now it's like we've seen it five minutes of the damn movie. We've seen whatever. I'm excited. This trailer looks awesome. Yeah, I am all in on this. Um, I remember reading it as a as a teen. That's a big old book. That's a yeah intense book. I read a lot of Stephen King when in middle school. He wrote a lot. Yeah, always. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait for this movie. It's going to be great. It's going to be terrifying and great. Yeah. Good. Moving on to our next trailer. (laughs) Do you think we're going to convince Andy to see it with us again? Moving on to our next trailer. Um, Yeah, I think so. I think we can peer pressure him. He's easy to peer pressure. We just all have to be really committed that like he needs to do it. Okay. (laughs) All right. uh, Next trailer. The King's Man. So I've never seen any of the Kingsman mm, movies. Mm. So I had no idea what was going on in any of this. Well, I'm this more was the one interested. trailer I didn't watch. I thought I watched them all. Do you watch the Kingsman movies? Yes, I love the Kingsman movies. This Kingsman is like a movies. prequel. This is a prequel. Oh, cool. And it like it's really cool. Like it's it's narration, uh someone's narrating, like, hey, we're all noblemen now, but like we didn't get here by being good people. And it's just a cool concept of like these are all like their family were, you know, tough. Mm-hmm. and smart and like that's how they got to be where they are and like it's, it seems like it's set around maybe World War One. Um, I'm, I'm into it we got a Rasputin looking character guy that's gonna be looks like he's gonna be the main villain mm-hmm. I'm more interested in the direct sequel cause I mm-hmm. the vibe of the other Kingsman movies like I'm really into this one I doesn't I wouldn't go see this otherwise I don't think I, I hope that it follows different. in that same cool action and cool like it just it's like the Kingsman movies are so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Although they stylized make some inter- and, their and stylized, yeah, 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 stylized is what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, so I hope this is good. I don't know that I love the trailer. So oh really? Yeah. Oh, I was super like I I, I didn't watch it the day it came out, but I, mm-hmm. I think I watched it like yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sold when they announced it as a prequel. I was like, no, I want to see more of uh, yeah uh, Egerton the story story mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, yeah, watching this, I was like, oh, they're they're still bringing me back with the whole vibe and like what the the Kingsman is as an organization. And is the story like the the kid um, who is like Voldemort's like like Voldemort's the mentor of this kid, right? Right. Uh, Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was so confused. No, you know what? No, I mean fucking Voldemort. That's what I mean. Voldemort is training this kid. <laughs> He's not real. As, remember, uh, the dark mark is not as bad as everyone says. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that supposed to be um, what's his face character from the other two Kingsman movies? I don't know. Mm. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, right? but I mean, uh, you're talking about uh, Colin Firth. Call him. Uh, uh, yeah, the, yep, that's the, right. the main yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that's more Arthur, like the what's his name, British guy we all like. Hold know. on, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, old dude, Batman's Alfred. You're talking about uh, Michael Caine. Uh, Michael Caine. Yes. Yeah, I would. I would think that that's that could be Michael Caine's character. Gotcha. Yes, because yeah, his, his is Arthur. Okay. Michael Caine is well, Chester Arthur's King. just a title. Right. The title passes between people. You think it's actually his character younger? Yeah. Yes. Same guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think that lines up too. Yeah. The age wise, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. might not. These people, I can't imagine having super long lives. Although yeah. Arthur clearly did because he was old. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it looks interesting. Uh, I just, I feel like this trailer was a little bit like, I don't know. It seemed a little bit more of a departure from the story that like I want, 
And it's like, we're going to get a sequel, a direct sequel coming for the the third one. I think Mm. it's next year um, or the year after. Mm. Um, So I'm interested to see the next trailer and what what it does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was a perfect example of a movie based on a comic book that you might not have realized is based on a comic book. I think it's the other way around, though. No. I think the comic no. book came afterwards. No, it says the first volume, The Secret Service, in 2012. Oh, yeah, there you go. This Kingsman franchise began in 2012 with the comic book, The Secret Service. Mm. Great. Mm. Great poll. Two sequels, Kingsman, The Big Exit, and Kingsman, The Red Diamond, followed in 2017 and 2018 after the first movie. Mm-hmm. So the first movie was in 2015. And those are, like, directly connected to, like, that world, like, where, like, it's, they're the same eggs being shit. All right, moving on to our last trailer when we want to talk about is arguably Gun. the most exciting. Is it? Yes. Okay. Without do you know without without do you not care about Top Gun, Kevin? Chill out. I need you Joey, to I need you to match the yeah. excitement levels me, that clearly Andrea and I have for Top Gun too. Get, <laughs> let me get there. Okay. So I watched this trailer with you guys and I couldn't hear it because you guys were watching it over Gosh, here. I wish you could watch and it right I was now. watching it on a screen and I was just like, Dun, oh, this looks okay. Dun, 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 it's okay, and then I rewatched it this morning. And, all right, it's not productive. Wow, we're going so long. God, I hate it. I have an appointment at SFO in like forty-five minutes. Okay, we're almost done. I swear. Uh, yeah, I just rewatching it. I was like, oh shit, this is getting me. Yeah, I'm excited to see where they go. I don't like the whole like, hey, it seems like drones are probably getting rid of uh, fighter pilots. And it's like, that's really lame. They're never going to get rid of fighter pilots because you that's always what have this to... this about. Yeah. I know. You, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You always have to have a human element involved. I just... The cinematography looks in this really cool. trailer is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks beautiful. I mean, I've always been a fan of Tom Cruise's movies. And I think that... Tom Cruise, this is current be great. Tom Cruise is like kind of crushing it too. So I have a feeling this is going to be good. Yeah. Dude, he ready. delivers, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they translate his character from the kind of like young cocky pilot that he is in Top Gun to yeah. this like seasoned instructor who is who has been instructing for so many years and where he's going to go now and how those decades have changed him as a character. So I'm I'm excited to see what uh, what they're going to do with it. And Harris is back. Which yeah. is awesome. Do you think we'll get any like Tom Skerritt? Like oh gosh, I hope so. He's like really I old seen right Top now. Top in a long, long time. Yeah, and so is Ed Harris. Yeah, We're true. all old. Tom yeah. Cruise um, is old. We get a little so bit. Of, we though. see some goose awesome. flashbacks. So maybe I don't know what those. What that's gonna. I be. think they were saying he has a kid or had a kid. Okay, so is that the? Because we didn't also didn't see any Miles Teller who's supposed to be in this. Yeah. So maybe is that the kid? I don't know. Are we going to get a Meg Ryan cameo? Are we going to see the other love interest girl whose name I can't remember? I'm sorry. Did we see a flash of some love interest girl? No, mm-hmm. they they didn't they say that Jennifer Connelly is the love interest in this I, one? Oh, um, I see. Okay. I just assumed but Jennifer. But we get a little, a little tease of take my breath away, girl. Sorry, I don't remember what your name is. Um, <laughs> take your breath away, girl. So you guys both super excited for this one then? Yes, I am. Heck, I'm yes. super, super excited. I mean, obviously. Kelly though, McGillis, sorry. The, thank you. I, I was, her name was slipping my mind too. A lot of people have said, you know, is Val Kilmer going to make uh, a cameo? We Don't we? Did we? I don't think we did. No. Or am I just thinking of Jane's Hump? <laughs> no. I, I saw, there was someone yeah. that did a sketch with Val Kilmer where he was like really overweight and like playing the same role. And it was... <laughs> really funny so because Cruz confirmed that he worked with Kilmer 
um, again after Kilmer's bout with throat cancer, which happened mm. in 2017. Um, and Kilmer ha- also had a photo that said it's official. Hashtag Top Gun 2 was announced. And so, but we don't know what Kilmer's role in this film is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot to look forward to, I think. So he's going to be a one star admiral. I mean, he could have been a two-star admiral, is what Ed Harris said. Yeah. Um, but we, yeah, we don't know. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's exciting. More volleyball? I, I'm, I'm more excited oh, to rewatch yes. Top Gun 1. Because <laughs> oh. it's been do you think, so, so long. Do you think we can convince everybody to do Top Gun in Review? No. There's only two of them. Yeah. That's, that's okay, the, that's never stopped us before. True. Yeah, true. true. Yeah, it's totally we did possible. a true. Detective Pikachu where that was the only movie. <laughs> I have to go be mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> okay. oh, better go through the rest of what you got. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was it for trailers. Now moving on to out now on streaming platforms. Netflix has Queer Eye season four. Yeah. And a movie called Secret Obsession. This is one that I'm really excited about. Has, brought that I up. think her name is Brenda Song. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, she's been in some like Disney stuff. Uh, if you are, I would talk, I would watch 30 seconds maybe of the trailer. And if it piques your interest, then I would. Uh, turn the trailer off and watch the movie. Looks like yeah. some weird shit. Uh, yeah, it's okay. yeah. If you get too far, you watch into the too trailer, much of the trailer. You, I feel like you're gonna know too much about what's going on. Yeah, if you're into like this mystery. Cool, and you awesome don't know. movies that are coming out this week. Oh my week. gosh, Kevin really Lion King. <laughs> the Lion King is out this week. It's pretty good. If you've got a kid who's never watched Lion King, take him to watch this. He's gonna have, have a good time. A kid? But also great. be sad. He might cry. Don't laugh at him. Jeez. My uncles used to do that. It was really fucked up. But look, you're stronger now. No. I'm not. Watch Queer Eye. It's fantastic. Have you watched any of the new season? <laughs> not yet. But I've rewatched seasons two and three. <laughs> <laughs> Last week I asked your top, uh, I asked for you, well, two weeks ago. Three, three, three weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah, it's been a while. Oh, man. <laughs> I asked for you guys to write in and asked uh, canceled movies that you cared about that uh, never happened. Let me know what they were. What do we got? Uh, Fendi says, probably a very unpopular opinion, but I really wanted to see Sam Raimi's true vision for Spider-Man 4 and hate how he was forced to change the script and add many supervillains in Spider-Man 3. Hmm. I've seen some videos. It seems like he had a lot of villains that he wanted to do in Spider-Man 4. They might have just been cameos, but still. Oh, no. I'd be interested to see. And I was watching this um, Caravan of Chaos, maybe? I don't know. Of Trash? Caravan of Trash? Good YouTube channel. If you can figure out what it is, you can watch. <laughs> uh, and they were like recapping and like similar to what we do with the the MCU in review or yeah. in review series for the Spider Man movies, and it was really it was fun. Um, and they were talking about how like it would be crazy for them to now that like people understand multiverses and stuff to try and go for, back. yeah Sony to try and actually make it happen. And oh, it's like that that seems rough. That yeah, but like also that would be really interesting. And I feel like there is a fan base there. You know, these people are like, oh, Spider Man Two is the best. No, it's you mean here. trying to connect the those two first series with the current one? No, or I just mean going back to just that first doing one. a sequel to four or to three that is by Sam Raimi. Well, you don't think Marvel will let that happen though, right? Uh, Marvel, Marvel doesn't have control of it. Sony owns Spider Man. It's true. Yeah, I don't think Sony would do it very well. No. <laughs> All right, who else wrote anything. in? All right, moving you are, on. You're trying to go fast here, I thought. Andrew Feisner says, I'm still disappointed that uh, that sequels to Chronicle, Power Rangers, and The Road to El Dorado never came to fruition. I love each of these movies, and not seeing more of them is a crying shame. You're right. Didn't they say that they were going to like reboot Power Rangers again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, like do we need that? I, I, I actually didn't hate the last one. I didn't either. Yeah. 
Um, I felt like that's kind of in the good bad where I like I didn't hate it, but it yeah. wasn't good. Road to El Dorado is a great movie. Uh, Ignacio Rojas says the only movie I can think of that I was least interested on and got canceled is The Inhumans. The only reason I was interested in this movie is that I loved what they did with Inhumans on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I would have liked to see what they would have done with the movie considering that Inhumans already exist in the MCU canon. But do they? No, they don't. But do they? You know what I mean? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm, not canon. Is it canon? We, mm. we don't know. Nope. All right, move on. <laughs> Mitch Cry- Craze. Crassen. Crassen? Yeah. Oh, good job. Uh, I think that the Sinister Six project always seemed like a cool idea to me. I know it was Sony-based and would probably fall apart, but Spider-Man had some of the best villains, and done right, it could be outstanding. And I agree, and I hope that we're building towards that in the MCU, so I'm not super upset by that loss. I mean, but if we wanted to do just a focused Sinister Six movie, we saw that in Suicide Squad, and it was bad. Super dope fresh in the chat says Nicolas Cage Superman, which I think is an interesting mm. choice. Mm. Mm. Would have been interesting. Would have been interesting. Would have been good. I don't know. I really want to know what you were going to say. That's Spider-Man. I liked all those Spider-Mans. What? Have you rewatched them recently? No. Okay. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. The memory of them is better. Than what they actually yeah. are. What's next week's uh, bronze? Uh, it's time for some recommendations. What are you guys into right now that I'm not talking about? Let me know so that I could get on that boat and ride it. You know what I mean? Ride that boat, Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Ride it. You get it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow at her Joey at Joey Noel. Because <laughs> when I say Joey, it's so weird to then immediately say at Joey Noel. Yeah. I get it. Or her at Andrew Renee. <laughs> Listen, this is what you do. You make your name your handle so everybody Absolutely. knows how to find you. Yeah. Or at Kind of Funny Kevin. Oh, you forever brand yourself to a, a company. underscore. You know? On its own sounds sounds great. I don't have any underscore. I was just referring to Nick. But again, it's same problem where it's things. like you can follow Nick at Nick underscore Scarpino. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go and check out a movie. I highly recommend The Farewell. Yeah. I saw a lot of good movies, so good. and The Farewell was fantastic. So go and check that out this weekend, or go check out whatever you want. Let me know if you liked it. Love it.